0: Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, today I want to talk about Seth Shostak. He is the senior astronomer at the SETI Institute in California. Uh, they've been trying to receive radio signals from aliens from other planets for many, many decades now, and uh, so far they've been unsuccessful. Uh, they're very certain, SETI is, that there is life out there. They're, they're positive of this, right? They're positive there's life out on out there in space, someplace, right? There's intelligent life somewhere. They're certain of that, right? However, they do not believe any of the reports of extraterrestrials and uh, extraterrestrial craft visiting Earth. They just do not accept that whatsoever. And uh, Showstack uh, is right now very upset uh, with that hearing and uh, that happened last Wednesday with the uh, whistleblower David Grush and also the pilots Ryan Graves and David Fravor and he has an opinion piece that he has put into uh, MSNBC and I will uh, talk about this uh, opinion piece and tear it to pieces as we go through it uh, but before we do go through it I want to uh, refer to my handy dandy flying saucers in science by the late great Stanton Friedman who uh, uh, the nuclear physicist who studied UFOs for many decades and unfortunately he passed away in 2019. Uh, but this is what he said of uh, SETI. He thinks that SETI was a cult and I just want to read a couple of passages from his book uh, uh, with, with regards to this as as and also with regard to Seth Shostak and how Seth Shostak uh, handles himself uh, when it comes to this kind of topic. Uh, basically, Shostak is... Well, I mean, Friedman really was uh, infinitely more intelligent than Showstack. There's no question about that in my mind. And, um, uh- he was upfront and, and reliable, and where Showstack really has no business talking about what's going on in Congress right now. He has no business talking about uh, the extraterrestrial presence on this planet and dismissing it because he's never really studied it. He's never he's never investigated it. He's so entrenched with the SETI Institute and in trying to uh, obtain radio signals from extraterrestrials uh, from deep space. That he doesn't really care and doesn't want anything. Actually, I believe this. I believe people at the SETI Institute uh, they don't want disclosure to happen because then that will put put them out of business. And basically, Showstack here in this column, which we will get into in a second, here is uh, <clears throat> basically his his undies are in a bunch uh, to say uh, to say the least. I mean, that's what that's that's how I read it when I read it. That's how I I, I read it. I read it that he's he's a little bit concerned. He doesn't want oh. Doesn't want to go there. But anyway, just for, uh, this is referring to Stanton Friedman's book, just to talk a little bit about SETI before we get into this article, and then also to talk about Seth Shostak. And uh, this was from page 129, uh, Flying Saucers and Science by Stanton Friedman. Many people are surprised when they learn that, despite my strong conviction after 50 years of study and investigation, that some UFOs are of extraterrestrial origin... I think the acronym SETI really should stand for Silly Effort to Investigate rather than the Accepted Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. People expect me to be a big fan of SETI. Usually, they are unaware of the generally unscientific basis for the SETI movement and the strong negativity of its comments about UFOs, despite its clear ignorance of the subject. Yes, I recognize that the leaders of the SETI movement, cult might be a better word, as I will discuss, are card-carrying scientists such as the late Carl Sagan, Frank Drake, Seth Shostak, and Jill Tarter. It is quite clear that their negativity, because of their prominence and widespread public, public claims has had a major effect on the news media the public and other scientists the ridicule so generated has helped keep people from reporting their scientists sightings professors from teaching classes or sponsoring thesis and journalists from digging deeper yes indeed that's true i just want to stop there for a second that is most certainly true that uh, uh people like Showstack and the late carl sagan and other people of this ilk uh, they do prevent other scientists from getting involved because they uh, demean this whole topic. They don't study it themselves, but then they go out and they try to be uh, act like serious scientists when they really don't really study anything. They don't try to find answers. But this is something that I thought was always interesting is the fact that uh, there was a... a, a Couple of different points where Showstack had met with uh, Friedman and for, for interviews they uh, they would have debates and and Shostak would never he didn't even have the uh, courtesy to read any of Stanton Friedman's books uh, before having these debates and uh, when Sh- uh, Friedman himself would read whatever Showstack was putting out and here here is from page one thirty seven one of the assumptions of SETI is this there is no convincing evidence and there are no large scale scientific studies about about so-called flying saucers or the cosmic Watergate, and uh, what th- this is what Friedman said. He said this is one of the factors that bothers me the most. I read the books of the SETI buffs. For example, I had read two books by Seth Shostak before we each gave three lectures on the Queen Elizabeth II. He hadn't read either of my two books then available, nor any of the five large-scale scientific studies I discussed in my lecture. I guess this is a good example of ignorance being bliss. He still hadn't read any of those when, six months later, we did a three-hour debate on Coast to Coast Radio with George Norrie. The vote of the listeners was 57% for me. 33% for him and 10% calling it even. If one looks at the SETI community's books, mention of the large-scale scientific studies noted in Chapter 1 is completely absent. If any of them are aware of the studies, they surely have decided not to mention them or read them so they can continue to make their silly claims that there's no evidence. They also seem to have intentionally avoided dealing with the substantial literature on interstellar travel. Again, a demonstration of the attitude, don't bother me with the facts, my mind is made up. This is silly and not the way of science. So that's what uh, Stanton Friedman had to say about Seth Shostak. So with that in mind, uh, let's get into this article and what does, uh, or excuse me, this opinion piece uh, that's on uh, MSNBC from Seth Shostak. It says, on Wednesday, David Grush, a former military intelligence officer, told the House Oversight Subcommittee that all those stories you've read on the internet are true. The government has debris collected from crashed alien spacecraft he also told the assembled lawmakers that federal retrieve, re- retrieval teams have collected biological remains from alien bodies. Grush, who considers himself a whistleblower, claims he has interviewed dozens of people, several of whom claim to have been injured by UFOs, now officially known as Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena. Ooh, he, he finally got something right. Or UAPs. Oh, he got something wrong. He also claimed the Pentagon has been working for Years to collect and study crashed UAPs. This is truly an extraordinary claim, begging for extraordinary evidence. But where is the evidence? Okay, again, let me just stop right here um, for a second. There is evidence. Again, there is evidence out there for people like Showstack to look at. But he's never looked at. He doesn't care. He hasn't read any books. He doesn't read any books on it. It's obvious. It's been obvious for decades now. Showstack doesn't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't. He's not interested in looking at any of the evidence that's been collected thus far. I mean, again, there's been history uh, of this collected by so many different researchers, including uh, Richard Dolan, who I always talk about uh, in his books, uh, uh, the National uh, UFOs and the National Security State, volumes one and two. Uh, he hasn't considered any of that stuff. He hasn't looked at it. Obviously, he doesn't know about that evidence. There are there are cases out there which. Are, as far as I'm concerned have extraordinary evidence I've been talking about it actually dozens of times this week I'm sure about the aerial school incident that's extraordinary the turkey UFO videos they're, they're just some of the cases there's a lot of cases out there that do have extraordinary evidence there's all the physical trace evidence that uh, was accumulated by the, the late Ted Phillips uh for decades uh, where uh, soil samples were taken from where these objects had landed there's there's tons of evidence out there there's the implants that were removed from alien abductees by people like uh, the late dr Roger Lear Showstack doesn't know does, doesn't even care about the looking care about looking into these kind of things it, he just doesn't care because again he's all wrapped up in his SETI Institute cult because it is a cult just like Stanton Friedman said they're sitting there with these uh, big uh receivers trying to capture uh, signals from space radio signals from aliens in deep space and they don't care about the evidence that's going on right here that's right in front of their faces again it would put the seti institute out of business it will make them look like the fools that they are but anyway let's continue he says, "But where is the evidence? It's M.I.A. Neither Grush nor anyone else claiming to have knowledge of secret government U.A.P. programs has ever been able to publicly produce convincing photos showing alien hardware splayed across the landscape." And we rem- remember, we're not talking about a Cessna that plowed into a wheat field. We're talking about presumably an alien interstellar rocket capable of bridging trillions of miles of space and sporting technology that is obviously alien. The believers maintain that such photos exist, but are being. Carried kept under wraps for reasons that are always unclear. The critical evidence that would convince anyone of alien presence in our hood is classified. It can't be made public. Note that this week's star witness Grush made this claim too. Yes, he did make that claim. He made that claim that uh, he actually has seen evidence of this. And in addition to talking to different people in the inside different insiders, he's actually said he saw documents, he saw photos, he saw video that corroborated everything that they that they were telling him. Uh, anyway, continuing here, it says, This is an argument I have long viewed with skepticism. Society should not, and generally does not, accept scientific discoveries without any evidence. The cure for cancer cannot be classified. Again, this guy, has no, he has done no research. He has no idea what he's talking about. I mean, there is evidence out there. If he was to look at it and, and try to study it, why does he ever go out there and try to look into these kind of things? I mean, if you're calling yourself the search for extraterrestrial intelligence, then you're not doing a too good of a job to live up to your name. Obviously, they're not. I mean, uh, pointing out uh, uh, satellite dishes in the space and and trying to wait for signals from extraterrestrials, it's it's ridiculous. It's phony. It's not going to work, right? It's just not going to work. The chances of something like that working is just minuscule, to say the least. But anyway, continuing here. If there really was some physical evidence of visitation, thousands of scientists would be fighting one another to study it. There has been physical evidence, but the problem that s- thousands of scientists are not fighting to study it is because of the stigmatization that surrounds it. Anyone that tries to go out and study it, look at they get called they're crazy. I mean, John Mack, his own peers at Harvard were they were appalled by what he was by him by him going out and trying to get to the bottom of alien abduction, right? Oh, you can't do that. I I thought that we, we we've lost John. We've lost John. That's the kind of comment you were hearing from some of his peers. They thought he was crazy and because the reason they thought he was crazy is because of the stigmatization program that's been uh gone going since the 1950s. Anyway, continuing, and the government would want it studied. Oh yeah, they want it studied, but they're studying it in private because they don't want people to know about it. They've been trying to reverse engineer the technology. That's what's going on. Doesn't this idiot not understand this part of it? What part does he un- does he understand? He doesn't understand a lot of it because he hasn't done any research. So that's that's what's going on here. Continuing, this has Always been another big sticking point in the UAP conspiracy theory universe. What is the point of hiding extraterrestrial technology in a Nevada hangar? I mean, do we, okay, he's asking this question. So what's the point in hiding it? He doesn't, he doesn't understand that he never sat sat back and tried to consider the implications of of recovering extraterrestrial technology and uh, keeping a secret. He doesn't understand why that, why government officials might want to do something like that. I mean, do we really need to, to explain it here for him? Obviously, I guess we do because he still doesn't get it. Obviously, he has not read anything on this. He doesn't understand what he's talking about. The, the, if somebody is asking that question, they are incredibly stupid. I cannot believe that this guy has risen to the position that he's in. I mean, this guy is, you know, revered. He's on, look at, he's on a major mainstream news outlet providing opinion pieces and they're publishing it. Because, again, this guy's popular. You know, he's popular, just like Neil deGrasse Tyson. They're popular, you know. And and their opinion means, means something. It carries weight for some reason, even though they didn't study this stuff. They're astronomers. They don't even know. They haven't even investigated this themselves. They don't know what they're talking about. But the mainstream media, they always go to the... They always turn to these guys, don't they? They always do. They always do. Anyway, let's continue this. I, I still can't believe he has, has to ask that question. The reason, again, before even move on, I just got to say again. I mean, you can't understand. You can't sit there and, and wonder why would they keep it a secret. Why would they be doing this in secret? I, I don't get that. I've, I've heard this again. I've just heard this last week off some, from somebody on the mainstream news. I heard that one. I forgot to mention it the other day. Somebody saying they don't understand. Why would they keep it a secret? Why would they keep it a secret? What, what do you mean, what do you, why would they keep it a secret? Don't you understand why they would keep it a secret? Because of the reverse engineering aspects to it. Right? That's why. That's why they would keep it a secret. What would be the goal at this point of shutting out the scientific community the information technology and, importantly, wealth incentives here seem overwhelming. The reason they would cut, shut out the scientific community is because they're studying it secretly. They're trying to come up with weapons, right, that say they could use against their uh, enemies like Russia and China. It's probably Russia and China, I'm, I'm pretty certain, are probably doing the same thing. That's why they would keep it a secret. I mean, like, these guys can't figure this out? I mean, it's unbelievable that someone and Seth Shostak, senior astronomer for the SETI Institute, can't figure this out. He can't put two and two together. Anyway, continuing here, it says, Returning to the issue of visual evidence, there are thousands of satellites orbiting Earth. The majority sport cameras aimed downward. Actual alien craft in our airspace bigger than an office desk would likely be visible to satellites that, among other things, supply imagery to Google Earth hypothetically a vast conspiracy of to scrub such images could exist and the american populace readily accepts conspiracy explanations ever since the government's disingenuous response to the 1947 discovery of crash debris near roswell new mexico the public has decided that the feds will never tell civilians the truth about visiting aliens not even dead ones such as the crew of the spacecraft that reputedly pancaked into the desert that year Well, let me just stop here again here, uh, for Seth, because of course, Seth does not believe that something unearthly crashed at Roswell. Uh, How many times do I get, again, how many times do I have to talk about this? How many, they they keep bringing it up, right? How many times you got to respond to it? Uh. The, the, something crashed at Roswell. the 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 Pentagon lied about it three different times. They they told the truth once. They said, "Yeah, we covered a flying disc And then the second time they said, uh, you "No, know, no, it was a uh, well, weather balloon, right?" Then the third time they said, "Oh yeah, it was a weather balloon, but uh, it was a special weather balloon, Project Mogul, yeah, top secret, uh, yeah." And then they said, "Oh yeah, but, but you know what? Those bodies—they weren't real bodies. They weren't alien bodies. That was uh, dummies we were dropping from from high altitudes in the 50s that's why people don't trust the government, because we know they're lying. Anybody with half a brain would be able to figure out. Read the Roswell Report, case closed. Anybody who would read that would know that there's a gigantic lie. You'd have to be an idiot to believe that kind of stuff. But guess what? Seth Shostak, he's an idiot. Okay, continuing here. This theory is even prevalent in the halls of Congress, as evidenced by this week's testimony. But I still strongly maintain that alien visitation is not something that could could be kept secret. The size of such a secret is just too big. How do you know that, Seth? How do you know that? You don't know that. Because it has been kept a secret. It has been kept a secret. You're wrong, Seth. You're absolutely, positively wrong. Wrong, Seth. You're a dummy. Dummy. Nevertheless, a 2021 Gallup poll showed that more than 40% of Americans believe that some UFOs are alien spacecraft, and even the most conservative scientists can't rigorously argue that it's impossible for extraterrestrials to visit Earth. It doesn't violate physics to go from one planet to another, even if that planet is in orbit around another star. Hard, yes, impossible, no. But admitting that aliens could be here is a far cry from claiming that they are here, but that they somehow managed to arrange things so that they're exclusively met by government employees anxious to hide them. Well, let's just stop here for a second. Now, again, there a, a lot of the crashes that we've heard about, that we've known about, right, like Roswell, right, they're in the middle of nowhere. Uh, the Keksberg incident, which we were just talking about recently, even though that was near a little town, the Army had no problem going in there and blocking everybody out, not letting them go in there. A lot of people that saw that thing said it was an acorn shaped object with hieroglyphic writing around it it could have been extraterrestrial we don't know because it's been hidden from us by 1965 the military was a lot better at covering these things up and and securing the area so people wouldn't uh, wouldn't be able to see anything and they got out they they got the object out of there on a flatbed truck covered with a tarp that's what the witnesses said but we they we still really don't know what it is because because our governments kept that from us they keep those kind of things from the people because they don't want the people to know What's going on? They don't want them to know about the extraterrestrial presence for whatever reason, for probably numerous reasons, but the main reason is because of the reverse engineering aspects to this. Uh, Anyway, continuing here. And why is it that aliens at least seem to invariably set their navigation hardware to visit, visit America and not some other country that might not feel the need to keep these visitors under wraps? Well, okay, again, this guy's totally ignorant, total moron. Dum-dum, doesn't, doesn't do any research at all. There's UFO sightings all over the world. There's been crashes talked about all over the world. In All different countries. It's all over the place. But see, this guy doesn't know that because he, he's, he, he just doesn't even study the thing. He just, He thinks it's all happened here in the United States. That's not true, and it's all over the world. Oh, my God. There is a kind of national hubris operating here. If extraterrestrial beings are going to come to Earth, they're going to visit us. Oh, God. No. No. Well, for one thing, I mean, I would imagine that when they started coming here back in when they showed up in force back in nineteen forty-seven, I think that they were here before that. I think it might have had something to do with our uh, atomic bombs that we were testing out there in New Mexico. I think it might have had something to do with that. A lot of people do, but I guess uh, I mean you could you could think of that. We could some a person with a thinking brain could come up with that and, and think and, and come come to that conclusion, and or it just as a theory at the very least, right? But not not Showstack. Oh, he can't see that. Oh my God, no. Oh. (laughs) Anyway, so have the aliens arrived? From the standpoint of science, there's still no good evidence for that, only an argument from authority. David Grush says they're here, but either he can't prove it or he won't. Until he does, we should consider his stories to be just that stories. Yeah, it's desperation by this dude. See, de- these people, they don't... They, see, this is going to... All their legacies are going to be come crashing down in a million pieces once the truth comes out. Show stack all of these people that have been talking against this, act, acting like it was all silly for all these decades right they're they're, they're going to be shown the the they're, they're, it's going to be revealed to all oh my god that Seth Shostak he was an idiot the whole time like people who believe in Seth Shostak people who think oh yeah that guy knows what he's doing right all of those people right are going to say oh my god he was a total idiot I can't believe I fell for this fraudster that's what they're going to say right that's what that's what's going to happen that's why a lot of these debunkers are are shaking in their shoes right now they hate that we're moving closer to the truth and this is what has going on right here boy does it get you angry when you think about it this guy's still going on after all these decades still putting out trash and and un, you know no research no education behind his statements and yet their mainstream news outlets you know throw his uh his columns on there like oh, oh look at this we got we got the inside dope we got Seth show from the SETI institute boy he'll tell him how he'll tell him what's going on yeah okay seth yeah you guess what the SETI Institute you're a bunch of cultists you're but and the people who believe in the SETI Institute and the people who think that Seth Shostak is is uh knows what he's talking about go well guess what you're getting led down a garden path and I feel really sorry for you because at some point you're going to be crushed when you find out that this guy is just a moron and you were just and you and for some reason you were following a moron imagine imagine how silly you're going to feel in the future when you realize that Seth Shostak and all these other debunkers are just a bunch of morons I mean, what does that make you? Anyway, moving on. Um, I want to talk about some of my uh, the recent uh, uh, since last week. For the past week, I did a lot of different polls on Spotify, and I I like to go through them. I have, really haven't gone through them. I don't I don't remember going through them that much this past week because there was so much going on. But anyway, uh, uh, from uh, last Sunday, I guess it was for the episode Kecksburg UFO Festival 2023 with researchers Stan Gordon, witness Ron Strobel, and more, I asked this question. What was the UFO that crashed in Kecksburg, Pennsylvania in December 1965? I have 43 votes on that episode, and uh, 25 people or 58.1% say extraterrestrial craft, Four people, or 9.3%, say Russian satellite. Four people say U.S. spy satellite. And four people say meteor. And six people, or 14%, say other. So, yeah, I'm I'm going to go with the extraterrestrial crafter. I think it's going to turn out the... I mean, I, I, why would... The, the witnesses that were there, there were several witnesses that said it, was, it had hieroglyphic writing on it. I mean, I, I'd have to go with extraterrestrial on that. I mean, that's what I think it was, but we'll probably never know we'll never know the truth but you know so why not just say extraterrestrial uh they've been lying about it for what uh, over 50 years here um almost almost 60 and uh but i'm gonna go with extraterrestrial that's what i think it was okay then for the episode ufo disclosure will cause ontological shock some fear i asked this question do you know people who will suffer ontological shock if governments finally come clean about the extraterrestrial presence? 114 votes and uh, no, say 77 people or 67.5%. And yes, say 37 people or 32.5%. I'm I'm going to go with, uh, I don't know anybody right now. I mean, I know people that uh, are skeptical, right? But I don't think they would suffer ontological shock. So I'm going to go with the no's on that one um okay moving moving on here uh for the episode house committee releases ufo whistleblowers opening statements i asked this question should congress investigate stories concerning certain ufo whistleblowers being scared away from testifying by unnamed pentagon officials 82 votes only four people or 4.9 percent said no while 78 people or 95.1 percent said yes I'm going with the yes. I think they should. I, I mean, I mean, why? Why wouldn't they? I mean, uh, let's let's get to the bottom of this already. It seems like Congress is making some moves. Uh, they're interested, so yeah. Let's keep the ball rolling. Let's ask those questions. Let's let's find out. Uh, uh, let's investigate it. Let's let's see who's been up. To, let's see who's been up to these shenanigans. Okay, for the S, uh, episode, UFO whistleblowers testify to House Oversight Committee. I asked this question, were you satisfied with the House Oversight Committee hearing? 213 people have responded and a vast majority, well, not really, 143 people or 67.1% say yes and 70 people or 32.9% said no. I could see both sides of that argument. Yeah, it would have been a lot better, right, if we would have got some uh, pictures and video to go along with that testimony, but uh, unfortunately we didn't, Uh, that might get us to the finish line but we didn't get that hopefully we do get that in the future so yes i could see both sides of that one um well i guess we'll have to keep waiting uh till we get the good stuff okay for the uh, episode mainstream media disappoints with ufo hearing coverage i asked this question have you ever written your elected officials and requested that they begin to take the ufo issue seriously 63 votes uh, only 14 people, or 22.2%, said yes, while 49 people, or 77.8%, said no. So, yeah, now most people have not written their elected officials and asked, asked them to take this issue seriously. Um, now, I did receive a message from... One of my uh, Spotify followers, uh, Rob Aldrich, and uh, he said pointed out that it's actually easy to contact your uh, your representatives and senators in Congress, and uh, it is actually. And I will leave some links, uh, two different links. One, and this is for United States citizens only. Uh, if, if you're in a different country, there, you know, I'm sure that an internet search would generate uh, similar results. But uh, there, for U- U.S. citizens here, there is. A search. Uh, I have two different links. One you could contact one of your your senator. You could find your senator, and then there's another link where you could contact one of your representative. Uh, and so, if you're interested, uh, those links will be available, and you could send messages and let them know that you want them to continue with this, and and uh, you want more answers, and uh, you're sick of the cover up. Okay, uh, for the episode, Grush showed no deception during UFO hearing, says Body Language Expert. I asked this question, is Arrow lying or is the secret control group not providing Arrow with the proper evidence? There was 44 votes so far. Um, uh, 17 votes or uh, 38.6% said control group is responsible while 27 people or 61.4% said Arrow is lying um you know i should have had a uh, another selection in there sometimes you know hindsight's 2020 20, but i should have said a combination of both because i think that's what i would go with a combination of both but if i was forced to take a uh a vote on it, i'd probably go with secret control group um if you know because i mean they're the ones basically holding the strings right they're the ones we re- mainly responsible for this cover-up And then for the episode, The Importance of UFO Disclosure slash UFO Debunker Penn's Desperate Op-Ed, I asked this question. Does the stigma that surrounds the UFO extraterrestrial topic sometimes prevent you from speaking openly about it among certain people? 40 votes so far, and there's 27 days left on this one. uh, Only 11 people, uh, or 27.5%, said no. And 29 people, or 72.5%, said yes. Yes. Um. yeah, I mean, a lot of people's, I mean, yeah, you you do, sometimes you do, now, for me anymore, I don't care, I'm, I'm beyond, I, I went way beyond that, <laughs> I mean, there was a time in my life where, you know, I'd, it'd be tough to talk about this, because it might feel foolish, but I, I'm I'm done with that, I'm done with I'm way, way over that, so I don't care, I don't care, I'll say it in front of anybody, and I'll have a big argument about it, I'll actually, I'll I actually hope for an argument with them, I hope they say something stupid, so I can put them in their Place. So I say, uh, uh, no. Definitely no. The stigma does not bother me, uh, and I'm going to say no on that one. It does not prevent me from saying anything. So definitely no. Even though I know, but I get, I do get it. I've been, I've been there. I've been there. Oh yes, for sure. I was there at some one point in my life, but I've obviously, I mean, I'm doing this podcast and look, listen, listen to what I'm saying. I don't care anymore. Uh, if somebody, I, I I'll say it. If I feel like saying it, I feel like it's appropriate. I'll bring it up. I don't care who's there. Right and uh, and I'll, I'll wait for the I'll wait for the uh, uh, some for somebody to say something stupid to me and then I'll 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 let them have it I'll let them know what I really think and how stupid they I'll tell them how stupid they are, uh, uh for not uh, uh giving it any consideration that's that's where that's where I'm at now uh, as you you could probably tell that though I'm sure you could anyway uh, I want to say thank you for joining me uh, until next time.